0: Fifth of May, 2019, Saturday, six twenty-four p.m. My name is James and this is SlopFest. Welcome, welcome back. It's your weekly dose of weirdness and exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. On this show, we take three unbelievable and bizarre news stories. We figure out what's going on. What's going on here? And then we pick ourselves a winner based on who's out here doing life weirder. And hey, look, we got to talk this week about teens something something has happened with teens i think recently or there's been a massive shift uh and teens are up to some shit so this week's episode of uh slop fest is teen talk two teen stories we've got a couple of rowdy teens and then we've also got a desperate dad so um we're gonna kick things off with our dad story here just to ease into it because these are the two i couldn't imagine kicking the podcast off with these other two teen stories, you gotta build. You gotta build up to it. You gotta like start to build the tolerance, then we can get to the teen stories. So our first contestant here, an Oregon father who stole his daughter's Girl Scout cookie earnings to pay for his seven hundred dollar erotic massage, has admitted staging a robbery at his home to cover his tracks. Brian Couture, forty, called nine one one on March sixth, reporting an intruder had entered his home in Forest Grove near Portland through a sliding glass door. When officers arrived, they found Couture unresponsive, his laptop damaged, and the house ransacked. Some $700 was also missing from a jar containing the proceeds of his daughter's Girl Scout cookie sales. Couture was taken to hospital and later told police he had struggled with an intruder. The Washington County District Attorney's Office investigators found blood around the home, and Kachua is seen with a black eye in his mugshot, of course. If you go to slopfestpod.com, you will see images relating to all of the news stories that we're covering today uh, and for previous episodes. Oh, what's this? Bespoke artwork? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, however, no suspects arose despite a search of the area and police quickly noticed multiple inconsistencies in Couture's version of events. One neighbour told KGW8 News at the time that the report of the burglary had sparked panic among local residents. Brooke Gwynn said, quote, there were cops from all over, dogs, the forensic team, they had crime scene tape up everywhere. We put sticks in all of our front doors and started setting the alarm during the day because I was afraid to be at home by myself during the day sticks in the door like (laughs) like an old school um i'm gonna see if anyone's coming into my bedroom when i'm not home to play with my power ranger toys so i'm gonna put up what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna get a little piece of tape and a toothpick and we're gonna put it on either side of the door so when someone comes in and snaps my toothpick caught you red-handed blue-handed give me back my blue power ranger (laughs) So dumb. The district attorney's office said the 40-year-old eventually admitted he'd staged the robbery himself because he could not otherwise explain the missing money. Uh, Couture pleaded guilty on Monday to initiating a false police report. He was ordered to pay a $100 fine and given 80 hours of community service along with probation. Probation. A Girl Scout spokesman said in a statement to Fox 12 that Couture is the father of a Girl Scout and that around $740 is unaccounted for in cookie sales in connection with the case. Since the March 18th arrest in this case, we have been in contact with the Forest Grove Police Department and are working with them to resolve the matter, the statement reads. At this time, Girl Scouts of Oregon and Southwest Washington is following our normal procedure to collect on funds owed. The stewardship of Girl Scout troop funds is a top priority for our organization and that is our focus in this matter. Look, it's a tale as old as time. It's a crime as old as time, really. Dads I, again, I don't want to have to be the one that says this. You know, this happens quite a lot on this podcast. I'm the person that doesn't want to say the thing and then I am I end I have to be the one that says it. Look, the cold, hard reality and facts of life. Is that dads get randy. I know you don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I've got a dad. I don't want to think about that. I know I have friends who are dads. I don't want to think about that either. About their randiness. I don't need to know about it. But look, it's a cold, hard reality. It's a fact of life. Dads get randy. Hashtag dads get randy. (laughs) Get that trending on Twitter. Um and you know you can't just you can't look let me lay it out for you this is hard to hear but we have to sit down everyone at the table we have to have this discussion okay Dad? let's get it out of the way dad's get randy i know everyone's having a chuckle and gr- and they're grossed out i get it but it's true and it happens okay so now let's accept that and move on now what do we do about this? And I know we don't want to think about it, but cold hard facts and reality of life. We have to think about it in this situation. Porn, snooze fest, been there, done that, okay? He's 40. He's been probably deep in porn for like, what, 25 years? Wait, 25, uh, I 30, yeah, 40, yeah. But like 25 years. Clearly math is a strong point of mine as we heard me workshop a very simple addition problem on the podcast. Thank you. Call out facts of life, guys. Taz get Randy and I'm bad at maths. Now, porn, snooze fest, boring, been there, done that. And he can't just, he can't look. He clearly wants to get a consenting party involved. Okay, as everyone is known to do. But he doesn't have the... He doesn't have the... He's not liquid. You know what I mean? He doesn't have the liquid cash to go and do it. You know, he's... All of his money is tied up in, oh, stocks, bonds, assets, tax debt. You know, all of the regular things that people's funds are tied up in. So what is he going to do? Um... Not get a $700 erotic massage, get your head out of your ass, okay? Hey, hey, I work hard. I put food on this table. I love my family. Every now and then I want a $700 erotic massage. Is that too much to ask? (laughs) Now, you can't just simply go out and do it because... Let's paint that scenario. Greg, what's this seven hundred dollar? Um, I see you got a, uh, you were complaining about your the discs in your back, and you had to go get that massage. Why was the massage seven hundred dollars? You know, a lot of a lot of questions. Then you have to like keep saying the word like oh, it's a very deep tissue massage, you know. And you know what he's saying there, but dumb joke. And anyway, you know, and you can't just go get seven hundred cash out because that's going to draw even more questions. You know, why'd you take seven dollars cash out? What did you spend it on? Blah, blah, blah. You don't get that. You're going to have flack from... Even if he's a single dad, he's going to get flack from his accountant on that. Or your accountant's going to be up your ass about the $700 massage that you bought that's on your credit card. Get off my dick, Tim! The accountant. <laughs> or maybe he could get... I don't know how it works. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, keep, hey, let's keep on track. That's get Randy. Okay. Now... It needs to be a cash operation. It has to be, okay? It's 2019. It's got to be a cash operation. You don't want it to be traced back to you. So, I'm looking around the house. You know, don't really use that um, Breville food processor anymore. Could probably sell that on Gumtree. But again, that's only like 250 bucks. Like $450, 400 video per plus 250, 500, 700. Yeah, $450 short of my erotic massage. Get a cheaper erotic massage? Oh, get real for a second. I'm getting a $700 erotic massage, okay? So get it out of your head that I should get a cheaper one. Anyway, that's get Randy. What else can I sell? You know, and then that's a lot of... And then there's, like, there's so... Yeah, selling anything on Gumtree is a nightmare. So, like, after you eventually sell $750 worth of shit, you're probably not even going to want the erotic massage anymore. Even though you, you've you probably... You've definitely ended at that point, and you're going to need it. You're probably just going to want a regular massage at that point because it's a fucking irritating. So you've got to steal it from your kid. You know, sorry, but that's how it is. My kids out here apparently going to be the the fucking... Next big entrepreneur out here, fucking crushing the Girl Scout cookie game. Seven hundred and forty dollars in Girl Scout cookie sales from my daughter. Holy shit, it's impressive. I'm impressed, quite frankly. I don't know how much Girl Scout cookies go for, but that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking that's a lot of fucking thin mints. That's a lot of chocolate chips. So impressive, and also, you know, now you understand the dad's situation a bit more um and we can be more sympathetic now obviously so our second story here please tweet me at saltfest podcast facebook twitter instagram i know i say tweet me and then i say all of the other social platforms but it's like i'm not gonna stop doing that (laughs) get hey get used to it i'm not gonna stop doing it and also you probably don't give a shit because it's like you know why would you um let me know, you know, very current affair style, you know, what the fuck do we think is wrong with teens? Let's get Tracy Grimmo on the case. I hate a current affair. <laughs> um anyway. A group of middle school students in Ohio allegedly served urine and semen-filled crepes to their teachers during a, quote, gourmet cooking competition and are now being investigated by local authorities. Which is very... What was that movie that has... Van Wilder. Van Wilder with fucking Ryan Reynolds in it. But how... Like, they, like, they probably think that this is like an original move. First of all, guys, been there, done that. Ryan Reynolds, the double r Ryan, has already been there. He's been there, he's done it. I don't think that they would have gotten it from that movie unless, I wonder, do you think like teens, I know this is a bit of a tangent, I know you just heard the the fact that a couple of teenagers served their teachers in a cooking competition, come and piss, and now I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds, but that's the progression that we're on right now. Do you think that teens go back and they watch like American Pie? Or a Van Wilder movie, you know, like these, or a or a like nineties, early two thousands movies, just like totally off their radar. Do you think? Tweet me <laughs> That's not slotfest podcast. What do you think? Are teens dipping back in on the vintage? Because like when you think about like what's the modern day American Pie movie? There can't kind of, like there isn't one really, or maybe there is, and I just don't know about it. So I'm wondering if you know that's the, these are movies that teenagers now are dipping back into. I'm only 30. I turned 30 the other week. Thank you. Yes. Do do you feel old? No, I don't. Okay. For the 30,000th time on my 30th birthday, someone asking me, "Oh, do you feel old yet? I super don't. I don't. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I've got so (laughs) aggressively. Anyway. Okay. Do you think that happens? Anyway, let's dip back into the sea of piss and cum. The stomach-churning meal went down Thursday at Hyatt's Middle School in Powell, according to WBNS. The teachers involved were reportedly judges for the cooking contest, which happened during a global gourmet class and was captured on video. Oh, no. No. You know that that made the rounds on the Snapchat, on the... Uh, Facebook groups Hyatt'sville teachers suck that's the name of the closed group (laughs) the teachers involved were judges at the cooking contest captured on video you absolutely know that that fucking made the rounds on your Reddit your what's like a gore website you know when like you first discovered the internet and you went to like a gore website and you're like oh that's that's on the internet Well, I don't need to come back here now. (laughs) Um, Or maybe you didn't. (laughs) Anyway, uh, several students allegedly put urine and semen onto the crepes. Onto the crepes? So not even into the batter. They just got finished crepes and was like, here's some cheers and piss. Uh, and fed them to the faculty members, the local sheriff's office reports. Investigators were probing the incident on Monday and weighing felony assault charges. A lawyer for one of the students asked the public to, quote, use caution before reaching any conclusions. Look, uh, yes, I am the lawyer of the accused piss kid, and I would just like everyone to use a little fucking common sense and some patience and don't jump any jump to any conclusions did he put cum on the crepe yes did he piss on the crepe yes but um i've forgotten what i was gonna say as the lawyer because i just said the crimes that he'd done and i remembered that that's abhorrent <laughs> fucking use caution before reaching any conclusions. don't jump to any conclusions here about the piss and the come. <laughs> Apologies if you're listening to this not with headphones on, or even if you are listening to headf- with headphones on. I don't get any joy out of saying the word "come," and you looking around at other people out in the world saying like, "Oh no, can they hear it in my headphones?" Maybe. Oh no! Did that person just look at me when when James said the word "come"? They did, and they think you're up to something. <laughs> Anyway, um, the incident easily could... This is a quote from attorney Brad Koffel. The incident easily could have been a prank that may have been mocked up for the purposes of creating a video. Okay? We don't know if urine or semen was ever placed in anyone's food. I don't know how the school would know that. That's a good point, actually. Unless it's like, how would they in... How... Because... They mocked it up for a video? So what does that mean? I don't want to know what that means. Uh, Authorities have been working with school officials and conducting lab tests to verify the alleged substances involved. The safety and security of our students and staff is of utmost importance, read a statement from the Olentangy Schools District on Monday. District leadership and local law enforcement are conducting a thorough investigation into this incident, and anyone found in violation of school policies will be held accountable for their actions. Hey, miss, just got a quick question. Uh, yes, Tim. Uh, just wondering, is it a school violation? To, uh, and, and I want to know if this is very specifically written in there. Is it against school rules to put piss and cum in someone's food and then feed it to them, yes or no? Um, Tim, I don't think that that's explicitly stated in our school rules. So you're saying it's not written in there and someone could potentially do it and it wouldn't be a crime. No, probably still a crime. Just saying that we didn't feel it necessary to specifically write in the school rules, don't piss and come in people's food. Okay, so what you're saying is not a law to break then. Cool. Um, So this is fucked if it actually happened. If they staged this in a fucking video to like gross people out but then didn't do it, I can see the funny side to that. <laughs> but at the same time, if you if you just got if you just got done eating a crepe and the idea that someone potentially pissed or cummed in it, you would probably never eat again. I'm not going to, I, unless I see, like, even for me, I would be like, well, no, even sandwiches. I have to make the bread because I didn't see what the guy making the bread did. Is this yeast or jeers? It's hard to trust people after you've eaten jeers and piss in a crepe. It really is. the The damage that you suffer, not just consuming the bodily fluids of others, but the damage that you suffer mentally trying to, uh, ever eat or trust anyone again? If someone at work offers you a donut and it's a glazed donut, what the fuck is this, Jeff? It's just, I just got you a donut from Krispy Kreme. Yeah, Krispy Kreme. You come in this, Jeff? You come in this, Jeff? You know, and then you get asked to leave. And it's sort of just, it has this domino effect. Whenever you eat, and this is historically true, whenever someone makes you eat. Uh, jizz or piss it really has a domino effect in the rest of your life and that's sort of the damage that people don't talk about so um if these kids did feed people piss and jizz i can't i can't imagine but teens teen this is what i'm saying teens around here doing some fucked up shit even just like teens are doing stuff now where You would just think, like, oh, but you know that that's not going to end well. No one would ever do that. And then they're just out there doing it. Like our next teens. A pair of high schooler students are accused of slipping a degreasing agent into their teacher's drink. You know when it's really funny to try and kill your teacher by putting a degreaser in their drink? Teens are doing it. As local news outlet KATC reports, two 17-year-old juniors at Eunice High School in Eunice, Louisiana, were arrested after a fellow student alerted police to their prank, footage of which was reportedly posted on Snapchat. These fucking... <laughs> I mean, you're gonna, you're out here doing the crime, but then you're also filming it? It's like, for what purpose? I saw, and again, I know that I said, Somewhere in this episode that I don't like a current affair. But occasionally, occasionally, an a current affair clip will pop up on my my YouTube recommended feed. And sometimes the clickbait is too much to resist. And I'll dip in and I'll see what's up. And one that I watched recently was about, there's basically some people who are trying to raise the age, uh, I think, if you're ten now, you can be arrested by police or something, or or have not proceedings brought against you, but you can be punished essentially. Like if you're ten and I go and like fucking throw a brick through someone's window on purpose, um, now something can be do can be done about it. Uh, but there are people who are trying to uh, argue that kids haven't formed the part of their brain that makes them fully responsible for the stuff that they do until they're 15 or 16. So that's, they're trying to get their age raised to 15 or 16, which is like the best question on earth to ask the audience who watch a current affair, because it's, <laughs> it's scary. Some of the people that they are shit on a current affair. Like if you watch a current affair, your worldview is that um, poor people have all of your money. And if you're if you are on or have ever received uh government help, you are a total piece of shit. Is essentially a current affairs standpoint, or the the fact that they think that um you know they think the solution is just go get a job, except for the fact that you could easily look up the statistics on that one and see the number of unemployed people versus the number of jobs available. Thank you, a current affair. Thank you, Tracy Grim. Um, anyway. <laughs> Oh, political! Oh, he's gotten too political on the podcast. I know I know <laughs> it's back away from that one, but anyway, so there was there was this new story about um young teens and kids or whatever like being too rowdy, and then they were showing uh footage of some twelve year old who was like kicking the windows in at some um shopping center, and then they had like kids smashing up people's cars on security camera but the i say all of that to say this there was another one where these two like teen guys walked into like a i think it was like a Coles or somewhere and they were filming themselves stealing shit just like taking stuff off the shelf and like putting it down their pants or putting it like in their bags and stuff and then just like walking out and fucking off with it and i was just like how fucking dumb you have you have access to the, the world supply of information on a device in your pocket right now and you are out here stealing stuff and filming your crimes and then posting it on social media to be like, hey, what's up? Totally just robbed this place. No one on my friends list. Be a knock about it. Peace. Like, why are you filming your self-committing crimes? I take more of an issue with them filming themselves doing the crime and putting it on social media than them doing the crime to begin with. Even these kids are like, hey, let's try and kill Mrs. Pennies. That's a good last name that I've thought up on the spot. Hey, fuck Miss Penny's English class, right? Hell yeah. Let's film ourselves putting, like, bleach in her drink. Fuck yeah. What? Even the fact that you would do that and you're like, hey, let's put this shit in their drink and like, um, try and kill them, I guess, because what would be the outcome? Uh, but then also film it and put it on Snapchat. While a male student recorded the incident on his phone and kept an eye out for the unidentified teacher uh, who had left the classroom, a female classmate tipped a household cleaner into the teacher's cup. Holy fuck. The substance has been identified as crud cutter, A concentrated alkaline cleaner, degreaser, and stain remover. According to Randy Fontanet. Fontanet? Great last name. uh, Chief of the Eunice Police Department. The teacher took a sip of the chemically tainted beverage. She did take a taste of it, he told KATC. She noticed a strange taste to her beverage. She discarded the rest and didn't consume any more. As far as we know, she did not drink or consume enough to affect her health. Despite the potential health hazards, the teens who have reportedly admitted spiking the drink face felony charges of mingling harmful substances. Is that the charge? Mingling harmful substances. Okay. Uh, Rather than attempted murder uh, or a more serious charge, they will also not be tried as adults. We know it was a harmful substance that was being mixed, Fontenot explained. As far as an intent to commit murder or inject serious bodily harm, that we do not have any proof. Uh, we don't believe that was the intent here. You don't believe the in- Like, what is the intent? I've never thought, hey, here's a rad prank, right? I'm going to spike my friend Matt's drink with a degreaser. What do you all think? Very funny, I know. Max, get out your phone. We about to Snapchat this shit. We about to go viral on Facebook. Okay, now film me doing this, please. Thank you. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to my YouTube channel today on fucking Up Matt's whole life. We're gonna gonna put bleach into his shit. Check it out. Smash that like button. If we get to ten thousand likes, I'm gonna straight up inject bleach into his eyes. Shouldn't say that. I'm because now you know sometimes you watch a show where they're like, hey, if um, if someone wanted to attack uh the banking system, all they would have to do is put this small thing right here, and it would turn off everyone's access to money in Australia for a year. Like, why are you telling us that? Don't, don't give us, don't tell them where to do it and how to do it. I kind of feel like that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Don't be stupid, James. They wouldn't inject bleach into their eyes. They'd bake it into something, or like make them. You know, they would give them hot sauce. Oh, put hot sauce in your mouth. Oh, quick, scull some of this milk. Ah, got you. That was bleach. But seriously, here, have some of this yogurt. Ah, I got you again. Also bleach. Matt, 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 wake up. Why is Matt frothing at the mouth? Why am I in jail now? Uh, (laughs) The the teen's principal, Uh, Mitchell Fonten... What? I thought Randy Fontenot was the chief of police. And then the principal is Mitchell Fontenot. Small town, apparently, Eunice. Uh, has also issued a statement about the investigation. We are currently working with Eunice Police Department, aka my brother, apparently, uh, in investigating this matter. The statement reads, both students have admitted to participating in the incident and have been arrested and charged. St. Landry Parish School Board is still investigating this matter and students will be recommended for expulsion. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Look, we trusted you to be alone in a room with um, some bleach and we trusted that you wouldn't try and poison your teacher, but you did. So get expelled. So um that's teens, teens and dads in 2019. It's a fun time to be alive because now it's like, um, is this drink going to kill me or is it just going to r- refresh me? You know, and that's kind of, that's sort of the level that we need to be on, apparently. And uh, it's good that the younger generation are really sort of bringing that, um, how would you describe it, fear back into our lives. And so that's good. And obviously the winner this week, hmm, is it the Desperate Dad who, oh no, it's two tied winners for first, and it's the pissy cum kids and the fucking, um, the, the bleach, the bleach boy and girl, the bleach team, bleach team, and the fucking, uh, bodily fluids team, so, you know, a lot of great stuff happening, uh, in the world, and you're probably thinking, hey, what a, what a downer note to go out on, you know, great, teens are trying to poison me, and dads are randy, oh my god, I guess I'll just go back to life now, and be done with this episode of SlopFest, my favorite podcast. Oh, thank you. That's so nice of you. Um, (laughs) so stupid. Honorable mention here. Just so, you know, it's not all bad stuff that's happening in the world. I'm going to play you a clip right now. And, uh, and we'll dip back in after this clip.
1: It was terrifying just to know that somebody was in your house. Last week, while Nate Roman and his son were out and about, someone entered their home and cleaned it. But they, they scrubbed everything, scrubbed everything down, did the shower. Um, did the toilets all all over? They also made the beds and cleaned the bedrooms. Nate providing us this picture of what things looked like that day. They even left souvenirs. These toilet paper roses were left on my uh, on my toilet paper rolls. But here's the kicker: they didn't clean the kitchen, and not a thing from the home was stolen. Because nothing had been taken, nothing um, you know, other than just being rearranged and cleaned and. Um, you know, sort of put away and and put straight. That was the biggest thing. Marlboro police responded to Nate's home and are taking this very seriously. This is still a B&E. It's just for misdemeanor um, because it's, it didn't appear that there was any intent to steal or take anything from the property. Little time's gone by now I can laugh about it now. Nate tells us his five and a half year old son reacting as only a five and a half year old can. He's like, Daddy, Daddy, you think they'll come back? And uh, uh, you know, uh, just, Finish the kitchen? Finish the kitchen, right? Yeah, that'd be something.
0: See, not all, not all bad stuff happening. Sometimes, you know, sometimes people break in uh, to your house to steal and murder, and sometimes people just really fucking love to clean. Your stalker is out there in life, and sometimes they see a great opportunity to sort of um, attack you and sometimes they'd see, you know, the struggles that you're going through, and they sort of go, "Oh, you know what? Oh man, Jeff has really had it hard this week. Gonna push, gonna push the um, breaking into his home and tying him up thing. And, and what I'm gonna do this week instead is, because his boss has really been riding him at work, and you know he's he's had a lot on his plate, so he's kind of let the place go a little bit. I'm just gonna wait till he's out and a break in." clean up a couple things, not touching the kitchen for some reason, but uh, let's clean up the rest of the house. Cause you know, Jeff this week, Jeff needs it. And you know, it's that kind of, it's that kind of bright, beautiful optimism that I'd like to, to finish this episode with. So um, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you for, being on this journey with me and coming and listening and giving you time, I really do appreciate it. Uh, you can head over to slopfestpod.com to get more in-depth show notes, images, and bespoke, handmade, the yummiest cover art in the podcast game uh, for this and previous episodes. You can also slop a follow on the socials to be notified when new episodes go live. And while you're there, let's have a bloody chat. Slap me with a message. Slip, slop, slap me with a message. Uh, at Slotfest podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you know if you've got any weird news stories or weird stories or things that have happened to you in your life that you'd like to share, or you know things that you'd like to be on the show or whatever, you can email them, uh, Slotfest podcast at gmail dot com, and uh, you know that's that's it. Just I do I know I say it every week, but I genuinely do um, appreciate that you. You you give your time to this podcast because, I mean, there's this podcast that I listen to that, I mean, like, I'll I'll fucking base my whole week on this shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, dude, hands down my favorite podcast. Inspired this podcast, obviously, because I'm talking about uh, weird news stories. Although, that being said, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day and I guess I've always had... Just some weird fascination. I Because I'm totally fascinated by people and, you know, what makes people tick. I mean, even I'm looking at my bookshelf right now and I can see Robert B. Caldini's uh, influence, The Psychology of Persuasion. Um, Matthew D. Lieberman's social, Why We're Wired to Connect. I can see Carol Dweck's mindset. What else do I have over here? <laughs> i'm just reading books that are on my shelf there's a skull eclipsing a lot of my books so i can't see that but there's just so many i i i read a lot on you know what makes what makes people tick and you know what motivates people to do things and i've always sort of been fascinated by that i still am fascinated by that it's a big reason why um you know i do do this show and what and what it focuses on and um uh, but not only that i was talking to my girlfriend um and I remembered, like, when I was way younger, I would read my sister's um, How Embarrassment section of, like, Dolly magazines and shit and all, um, uh, like, people writing in looking for advice and stuff. I loved that shit. And, and I, I even used to listen to, um, r- like, really late at night, I think it was, like, 9.30, they had, I think it was Dolly Doctor. And people would like ring up with their uh like anonymously or whatever with their weird sort of ailments or stories or or whatever looking for advice and stuff, and man, I just I loved all that shit, so I was thinking oh yeah, I was thinking about that the other day the other day, and I was just like, does that <laughs> has that influenced me to like make this show and like the advisory you know doing advice and stuff?" Uh I don't know it's 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 the stuff that I'm sort of interested in and um I hope you are too. <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully there's um that's also what you're into and that's why you're here. Um but yeah, man, people it's just fascinating. What motivates people to do shit? Like what motivates people to film themselves doing a crime? What are you doing? <laughs> like why? I get that you're doing the crime, okay? I've come to terms with that. But why are you filming it, dog? Why are you filming yourself do a crime? Anyway, um, thank you for coming. Come have a chat on social media or even my personal social media at at MyPixelPersona. And uh, I'll see you next time. Peace.